Welcome everybody to another episode of Close the Gap. I'm your host JR. I am here with the talented jeweler I've ever met. And not that I know a lot because y'all don't see me with a lot of bling. But let me tell you, I have seen jewelers that be bullshitting on their work. But this guy, to my right, is not one of them. I want to introduce you guys to Jay Sharp. One of what I, again, think top jewelers that you'll probably ever meet or I'll get to have the the honor and the pleasure of speaking to. Jay, I appreciate you again. Thank you, brother. Um, Jay, just real quick, man. Tell them your origin stories. Tell these people who you are. To, oh, before we do, just in case sorry, I forgot, if you love what you see and you guys are getting value from it, uh, please subscribe to the channel, you know, just click that little button on the bottom um, and leave your comments. Uh, you guys, all my social media tags are on the bottom. But anyways, Jay, tell the people who you are. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, Jay Sharp, 30 years, going on 30 years in the business. Mm. Um, been doing everything from top to bottom, from being a salesman, from actually setting the stones, creating the pieces, making the wax models. Doing the marketing, doing the online marketing. Everything. Everything. You the man of everything. Renaissance man. That's it. I mean, that's how you got to be, right? <laughs> yeah, As an entrepreneur, oh, yeah, right? definitely. Right? I definitely. mean, you, you, you save money, especially going up that hill, right? Oh, And not in having to outsource a lot of the things. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to know how your business is being shaped as time progresses. Right. You got to know where it's moving and shifting. And like you spoke earlier, you got to know what your customer is paying attention to, what they're listening to, what they're doing, what they're reading, what's their zip code. I mean, you got to know that kind of thing. So let's start in the beginning. Were you always, did you always have the itch to create and to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I wanted to sell my own work. In that respect, I didn't want to be marketed by someone who didn't know who I was or who I am. Right. So I basically wanted to pretty much control that whole matrix you know I want to shift it accordingly okay what was your first yeah. piece do you uh, remember it was some earrings yeah it was some earrings out of wire yeah out of wire no I, I take it back it was a little brass ring <laughs> okay was it, it for, ring. was it for you or was it for a pretty young lady pretty young lady <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it right we all hey man yeah it's for the ladies hey summer right they always say yeah. you get a haircut for the lady dress fly for the lady yeah, you right. make jewelers that's jewelry right. for the ladies that's right um how old were you when you I first met, when you made that ring or you started like, getting it? i think it was like 11th grade 11th grade 11th 10th grade what you was in shop class no, I had a friend who was in shop class. Okay. We would go downtown at this time, buy three bangles from a street vendor for $10, take them back to the shop class, cut them in half, and sell each ring for $3. Okay, so let me ask you. So the bangle, we right. cut it three and three. Right. So then, <laughs> was it the creating that got you hooked, or was it the exchange for good for, exchange for good right exchange that, for good. so that got you that was the hook yeah that was the hook okay then from there what did you do to ramp up uh did you make more did you sell oh, more we, yeah we ramped it up we ramped it up we made more so i was selling more and that's when the bugs start kicking in i think right it was like oh this is all right yeah well, i like this this works. Yo, don't you feel though that that helped a lot right because me what i mean by that is you created something 
mm-hmm. right from scratch mm-hmm. really no help no outsource and yeah. we, we mentioned that a little bit before right, right. Um, I think that's amazing and I think I've been doing a lot of thinking about this too is a lot of people don't do that anymore no. right when they have an idea right yeah. they sit there and they think how can they out- outsource mm-hmm. and they're afraid to do this right. shit themselves right because right. nobody want to no matter want to uh, they're not in for the long game they're in quick Quick first ninety days, six first sixty days, right? One hundred and twenty days. Then they want to see end result. They're not in for the long. And when they don't see that result, what happens? They exit. Exit. Pick up another part time job. Yeah, they That's out. It. They done. And all they really needed to do was to try to get their hands dirty. So right. you got your hands dirty. So still dirty. Still, <laughs> we in the shop, right? Yeah, I mean, we keeping dirty. it. We keeping it one hundred. Yeah, we we in the shop. Yeah, we dirty. Um. Okay. So you made that. Help help the audience and myself move in the timeline with you. Mm-hmm. So after you did that, what what was next? What do you mean? Well, after that, we had to start putting a brand, a name attached to the product. Okay, so you already thought of that. You you were thinking of that. Can, yeah, you know, you thought about because at that time you still in eleventh grade. Yeah, yeah, we we, okay. we, we were making Young it through some. Yeah, we were making okay. it through some. So you know, brand name start kicking in. You know, you right? Know, like the Calvin Klein's, the Ralph Lauren's, the Polos. Those were amping up, and so you figured. I had to have a name attached to the product because I figured I might could maneuver into other products, but we still were in the jewelry lane. And you always had that thought in your head that you could maneuver yeah. to other products? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wanted to be a global brand. At that particular time, that was a play. Right. We're going to do the store. We're going to do retail. We're going to do bags. We're going to you know, this multifaceted retail space itself, but... It Yo, and, and, and let's remind folks: this is this is before. No, this is way before the yeah, social media and in, 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 in the eighties. Okay, we in the eighties, so we 80s. right. We talking about you need to pull ads on the yellow pages, newspaper. Definitely, you, you looking in the phone book. You in the phone book, right? You know what I mean. You're hoping. Yeah, I'm aging myself right there. You just <laughs> turn the yellow pages. Hey, you and I both. I yeah. remember those times. I yeah. remember when you had to find. Yeah. I still remember looking at a yellow page, finding a pizza number. I remember definitely. Right. Definitely. You had to remember. You, shoot, you, if you didn't know your alphabets or know how to read, right. you was a you're problem. Out. You yeah, was out. You was out, out of that. Right. Okay. You couldn't just speak in the Google and get it. <laughs> You couldn't do that yeah, back then. Yeah. Um, so then, you did that. Then you moved in. If I'm correct, you moved into some some high end shops like Macy's. Well, you know, we had to go to school. Definitely had to go to college. Okay, so we had to, okay, you know, solidify, make it official that I I know what I'm doing. What so you went to school for? Metalwork, so jewelry. So I was in the majoring in arts, but concentration was metal. Right. So, you know, you had to make it official because well, nobody can believe that. Oh, you know what you're doing? So, you know, I had to get the paper. Yeah. For okay. For all intents and purposes. I had to get that. But you didn't even do, you didn't even go to school for business. You actually went into school to learn how yeah. to deal with the metal and yeah. understand what metal. Yeah, I took like one or two business courses, but not enough to say, oh, yeah, he know what he's doing. Right. But still, you had to know what you were doing. And I mean, we were hooked up with Norson before I graduated from VCU. So I had that account. Oh, you had an account on Northrop before? Before I graduated. Okay. Yeah, so I had already tapped on their door just by thinking the process through and watching other people move. Let me just go to Nordstrom's, you know, and see what happened. Yeah, yeah. And they said yes. So how, okay, let's just call a spade a spade. How was that meeting being a black jeweler probably in the time, probably in that time? Yeah, it was raw. I walked in with a book bag and a knapsack. I mean, and a a pieces in a shoebox. Okay. it was a little box. Right. And I had my knapsack and I just went in and said, Hey, I'm Jay Sharp. 
had some merchandise. I'd like to meet the buyer. How do I go about it? And right. They, and they gave me a card to call back. And this was uh, Tyson's Corner, Northern Virginia. Okay, yeah. And they gave me the buyer's name, and she was in charge of the capital region, Washington, D.C. area. So I came back, called her, set up a meeting. And I ain't have a car. So I had a friend who had a car. He drove me back up there. Yo, I was yo. like, man, I look out for you. Just let me get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it happened. I was like, bet we in. Right. Yo, we I love that. Store. I love that because I still feel, although you have strong digital marketing happening currently, right. that still, that grind and that hustle still applies now. Yeah, yeah. It got to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you need to go out there and shake hands. Yeah, I get it. You can go on the, you could go and slide in somebody's DM, and you can find the top jewelers, the you know whoever the influencers. And right. I'm not taking anything from it, right? Because that's half of the play. Right. But the other half is meeting people and shaking hands. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you gotta know who you're doing business with. Right. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm. I think I'm a little still old school with that. I still need to yeah. sit here. I might meet you online, but I need to meet with you. Right. Shake your and hand. And feel the vibe. Yep. Feel the vibe. You that's know what it. I'm saying? And, and because if the vibe's not there, there ain't nothing happening. Correct. I really don't care what the yeah. what the money is at that time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I okay. Think that's, I think that's what in the product. What is it, cars, clothes, or whatever? I you agree. see the product, you like the product, but. It'd be nice you know the person behind the product because that might influence you to do more. You might say, you know, I'm about two shirts right. as opposed to one. Right. Because you know the guy behind the shirt. Yeah. And you, right? you trust it. And I you mean, trust you feel it. good about the brand. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. So Macy's, Nordstrom's. Correct. Right. Henry Bendale. Henry Bendale. Talk Fifth your shit Avenue. for a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah, that was Henry Bendale on Fifth Avenue. Okay. So that was a major move. I mean, to sell anything on Fifth Avenue in New York was... That was premium right there. That, yeah. that solidified it. Oh, you official. You official right then and there. I man. could come back home and talk a bunch of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I just right. let. I just let the progress speak for itself. Let the let let the let work. the work speak for itself. Right. There's no need because I mean you see now you got everybody the best the best the king of the south all you know you got yeah. all of that kind of space right. No need. No need. Let the let the let the, let the customers and the work and the product talk for itself so, yeah and that's how i feel you know what i mean i think i think that's a big missing part that a lot of people miss mm -hmm. in general and and whatever they do uh to you know being a digital digital strategist or consultant right. to a, resume, an agency it's gonna speak for itself it is gonna speak yeah. but you see what happens is some people just keep moving forward with ideas and not put the customer first right right and i think for somebody who has a longevity like yourself, 30 years in the game, mm -hmm. you have definitely put your client and the product first. Yeah. Hence the reason. Because even if you look at my Instagram or my Facebook page, you don't see me. You see product. You see product. All the time. Right. You might see my hands, but you see the product in all forms, every step. You see the product, like, all right, then I get it. Yeah. You know, it's just ain't like pulling out a case into a little box and going, oh, that's right. nice. Now you see the product. You're like, oh, he sketched it out. Oh, he's making it out of wax. Oh, he's setting the stones. That's the machine he used. That's, oh, he's doing that by hand. I didn't even know you could do that. Those are the kind of things that people want to see. At least my customers want to see. Yeah. And that's right. what they're paying for. They're paying for me to sit down and put it together. They're not for me to, I can order it and right. get it here. Right. But that ain't what they are. I like it, though, paying. because you are showing, you're showing even the new generation right because you gotta think right the the, the, the demographics on Insta instagram uh you know or twitter or you know whatever social platforms right. that that you're on that that piece of content is showing that 
this ain't coming from a male, you know, from the male. Yeah. You're yeah. so I'm showing you. Yeah, you get to see still. my bench. You get to see why I'm working. You get to see everything. And now, okay. So I know you went through some trials and tribulations. None of this, n- none of it is easy, right? To get to yeah. 30 games. You have been probably seen some shit. Oh, definitely. Right? definitely. So explain, explain to me what was the mind, what was your mind set at? To say, you know what, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep going. Actually, you know what? Do me a favor. Give me an example of one of the, some of your toughest times and how'd you overcome it? Oh, the toughest times, <laughs> one of them was when I had like zero in the bank and had merchandise in the case. One of my existing customers, no, a customer who was looking for me came by and was like, oh, I need to get some gifts for Christmas. And they came by and blessed me with five digits I'm like oh gee five digits and you figure you was at three digits in the bank you right gee I don't mean I'm talking under five hundred dollars right <laughs> you like I can't believe this but you didn't put all your money into the product mm-hmm. so you got all this merchandise in the case and you just waiting for, for it to click you right. know you just wanted to pop right and so I came in like yeah I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get this piece I'm gonna get all this you can go ahead and box out here go my card and then, like, what? Change. Sit right here. Yeah. So those little mountains like that kept you going like, all right, it's going to work. It's going to work. I gotta give it some time. Right. Because you, know, you had a vision early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I knew it was going to work. I just didn't know when and how it was going to pop and that sort of thing. So then the other time when I, before, when I moved into that space, had a bunch of credit cards. I had like five or seven of them. And rent was slow. I had to use the bad boys, and customers weren't responding fast enough. And I had to maximize all ten of them joints, and it was tough. That right. was a tough pool right there. I mean, I you're talking bet. like a hundred bands. Yeah, we talking all your cars, right? With interest going through the nosebleeds. Right, so, man, you had to work your hands off. Yeah, I mean, you had to go. You got. I mean, you yeah. had to go, and I don't. I'm not talking like no long term. Like you had to put in some work to make that happen. So that's working long hours, weekends. I mean, ain't no much party left. See, ain't I no think party left in you at that point. You grinding. So you have some, you have some self awareness to understand. Like, yo, I got this debt. That's going. I got this product that could. The debt. That alone could, could kill, kill you. people. And it period. did. I mean, it, it debt will cause you to lose your teeth, your hair. Yeah. Rashes on your skin. Right. Sleep deprivation. I mean, you going real. through. Yeah, it's go, you're going through all kinds of issues. You can't even think. Right. But you had a vision that you knew it was going to work. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and like I was saying before, you had the self awareness to be like, look, I know I got this going on, the debt, right, and I'm sitting on the product, but my vision is strong enough, and you see. You made a good point saying you don't necessarily know mm-hmm. when you were going to pass that hump, that one right. hump, right? Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. And I think that's what happens with some people that they want to know, right? Right. They're so, they're so like ha- have this itch of like, yo, I need to know how I'm going to make it, you, and they lose sight of that yeah. of that vision that they had in the beginning. But you know, one thing I'm learning with this time mm-hmm. is. The not knowing and looking forward to it is the most exciting part of it. Yeah, right. Because the past is the past. I mean, that's just it. You can't do nothing, you can't about, do nothing that. about the past. But the unknowing of 
what you envision how the future is going to look that's exciting that yes. right like, I can't so you could go through the you could go through the seasons you can go through those tough seasons yeah. and then knowing that the, the future is going to be so bright it's be crazy right because you know what you're thinking and once you start thinking that's halfway there you halfway there once you put it in the atmosphere and start thinking about it, like all right this is what i want to do well that's it that's halfway that is right and the other half is the, the door yeah the, the work. work see and that's the thing it's the work and that's where, for me, that I've learned in my career is is that's where I was lacking myself. I had big dreams, big goals. I talked a lot of shit. You get what I'm saying? Let's just call a spade a spade. I talked a lot of shit. But I didn't execute on anything, mm-hmm. right? Or when I did and I ran into a wall, that wall was not movable. Right. You get, right. And that's what I thought right Mm -hmm. but it was a mind it was a switch because to your point for me it got exciting now to know i don't know what's going to happen i know that there's walls Mm -hmm. right Right. but i know that they're movable walls because if my vision is bright enough and i always knew i was going to be for a lack of better words successful Mm -hmm. um i gotta go through that wall right and i have to understand that i'm not going to know what's going to come with it mm-hmm. but the future has to be brighter yep. than what's happening now so just yep. get through it but i have to do the work yeah and the work is what was missing so i'm glad that you that you that you made that sense you put the vision and the work together right because people need to hear that yeah, you know what i mean fine. regardless if they're if they're an entrepreneur and has been in the game for 30 years because you're still working yeah right now i'm still working right you're still, you're still i mean doing it's a marathon it. for real right it is a marathon, a marathon right and the marathon yeah. continues right yep. and i mean um Fight. so okay cool so you did that what made you say let me now did you say let me pull back from these big stores and start going and, and opening up my own shop by myself yeah it was mutual i mean it was a fork in the road we both got there maybe they of course they were ahead of me because they know the game so they knew that okay my merchandise is probably getting to a cool spot and i realized that i said well this time i might as well just open my own shop yeah i can do my own thing at this point i learned the game so i'm going to apply what i learned right so did you have accounts and stuff with like i mean i don't know i, I I'm not smart in the jeweler. Let me not stop faking like I am. But well, did you have accounts for people who had good diamonds, good quality metal? Well, you know, at that particular time, I was more into women's costume jewelry. So it was more. What's that mean? I was like accessorizing high end outfits like back in the day, like Donna Karen and Calvin Klein. And, okay. So um, you made jewelry for the outfit. Yeah. Kind of, right? Yeah. Exactly. It was more like that. Like my jewelry would piece together with an outfit. Okay. And that had Rainer's course too. Because those okay. brands were getting cold, you know, like you right. see DK and Y no more. Not too much, right? Yeah. You see unless, them in outlets, though. Unless you see uh, Ross or something like that. <laughs> you know, right. you see it there. Right. You're like, who's DK and Y? And then the young generation, they're like, I don't even know that product. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I don't yeah, I'm right. feeling that. Yeah. But back in the day, that was, was a vibe. That was everywhere. That was a vibe. Was you had DK and NY, you, you might have been. Yeah, you were the man. Yeah, yeah, you got some games. Right. <laughs> you know, but now, it ain't, that ain't nothing. It ain't working. You know, along with Ann Klein, all those brands. Those brands are cold now. So did you have but, foresight to know that this was going to run I was reading. I was reading heavy. I was always reading trade publications like 24-7. Okay. 
Yeah, because I won't on the internet. I ain't had no presence that way, but right. I was getting these trade papers right. through the mail. Right. And I could read. Everything was going on out of town, New York, California, right. Texas, big markets. Right, right. And I was reading the Wall Street Journal. I mean, I was reading, pro, you know, information and taking that information in and seeing, like, okay, this is what's next. This person is popular. This is hot. This is going cold. They sold this business. They merging. I'm like, all right. I got to kind of build my business yeah. in the same concept. Right. And that was one of the ways that kind of led me down the path of, I really need to shift gears. And I was always doing custom pieces. Always. Oh, okay. Okay. But it wasn't as prominent as it is now. Because in solely now, that's all I do is custom. No ready-made product. Um, nothing ready-made. Nothing ready-made. Everything nothing is straight ready-made. custom. Handmade straight custom. from the, from the man himself. Wait. You got to wait. I ain't no more <laughs> coming in and I have it in three weeks. Uh, you got you to wait. You got to respect wait. the craft you if you want because I'm going to give you quality process. shit. Trust the process. Trust, there we go. Trust, Trust the process. process. You know what I mean? Like I ain't in here just to get your money and then you go about your business and you're like, oh yeah, I got it done and somebody's coming in all quick. Right. I ain't really sweating that. Okay. So then what would you, okay. So you got your own stuff. Yep. Right, we here now. Now you was always out because we're in Richmond, Richmond, VA. Yeah, were you always? That's right. You already know (laughs) VA all day. Um, Were you always here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My product wasn't here as much, but I was here. When did you start moving your product to Richmond? When we stopped hooking up with the other stores. Okay. And then more of the product was available here. Okay. Yeah, that's funny, but that's the truth. When I was selling it to the stores. You know, like small boutiques across the country. Right. We didn't have a lot here. We just had like a little bit. Okay. Maybe like thirty percent right. would be here, but the other seventy percent would be in the marketplace. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you're out here. You have a shop. So let's fast forward to now. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen. You have your own shop. We're in it now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, more of a studio space. Okay, more of a studio yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. You still deal with clients. You still make, you know, yep. I see some of your custom pieces. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You Thank got you. crazy talent. Thank some you, of your artwork behind us. Yeah. Crazy talent. Um, so, okay. I remember earlier you were saying there's like always like a five year changing, mm-hmm. right? You got to know what your five years is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Did you see the market now being the way it is? Meaning, because you're on Instagram, I see some of your work on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is that the way people need to put? If you're a jeweler, or is that is that the avenue? Is it or is it still going out there because it's jewelry? I have my own thoughts, and I'll show you share my own thoughts. But I want to hear yours. What's the avenue from somebody now doing the same thing you're doing? Is it is it social media? or Is it going out there shaking hands with the big brands? It just depends on what lane you want to jump into. So there's lanes to it. Yeah. There's levels to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on where you want to be. Let's say they want to follow the J Sharp lane. Definitely gotta put in, commit the time. That's the first thing. You gotta commit time. Okay. And I don't know if anyone wants to do that because I mean you're talking crazy dumb time. <laughs> I feel you. It's like going to med school time. You gotta put in the work. You gotta work. You gotta know everything about it in order to sustain to this point. You're right. You gotta, you gotta know every form and facet of it. I think that's how you succeed in any business, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, want to be real. You got to know it. You got to know, know it, right? Whatever you're doing, you got to know the ins and outs, the up and downs. The, and the time. And put the, and, put the, time and, and the commitment yeah, in the time, yeah, right? Because yeah. even even in my, even when I'm doing uh, digital consulting or even the strategy part of it, mm-hmm. there's time involved in the beginning and even through the whole process. 
But what happens is I run into clients where time they don't want time. Yeah. Because the uh, because the return of investment isn't right away. Yeah, we're in a fast food society. So 100% I mean, right? We pull up to the window, I want a taco, I want a burger, cheese, lettuce, tomato. By the time you pull the money out your pocket, tap the gas. Here you go, it, sir. There it is. You pull off, you eating. And you, Right, that fast. That's, it, that's how it is. I want to sit down and wait for the chef to take the order, go back in there, chop it up. Prepare the oven preheated, put it in there, wait, saute it, flip it. Yeah, right. They don't want they don't want the roof crisp. No, they want they don't want wine. They don't want the grapes to age. They want beer. They want that (laughs) they want that beer, right? They want the beer, like pop it. Get get what I need to get out of it and go. Feel it, feel the buzz. See, and that's and that's why I think now personally, brands that are just coming into the game or even you know what, even Mm -hmm. your brand or anybody's brand, especially in this age. In order to have that, to feed those fast food, mm-hmm. the fast food heads, that's where content is key, mm-hmm. right? That's right. when you use the Instagram. And it's not even to sell, right? right? Because no one wants to be sold anything. Mm-hmm. But what they want to do is they want to see you working. They want to <laughs> see the product, right? They want right. to see they want to see uh, the new shirts being made. They want to see right. that new ring being yeah. made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, to 20 pieces of content a day, you might be losing. Man, I remember when you only had to do it three times three a day. Three times a day. In the morning, midday, and evening. Yep. Now you lose when you're not doing that. Because like you say, people in that fast food mind, they forget you quit. Right? You only put three pieces of content up, but your yep. competitor's putting 20, and they're on Instagram. All day. All day. day. On all major platforms, yep. right? So that, um, and you lose. And I tell my clients all the time. I get that you, you you got clients on Facebook, but what happens is social media is like tears, right? Right. It can start off with the whole Snapchat, Snapchats of the fifteen-year-olds, the Diddy Boppers. Damn, I'm aging myself. There, you hear me, Diddy Boppers? Yeah, Diddy, all right, we yeah, don't ignore that. Yeah. We right, we go right. You got the young bucks up there, and then yeah. it goes down to Facebook, right? That's where we kind of live now when right. you're a little older. Right. But point is, if you're a brand and you're trying to sustain for the long run, especially now. You have to use all forms of platform, right? right? Because that 11 and 12 year old will grow, up. will grow up to need something that you have to offer because they've seen you grow, right? And they're going to go down to each platform because Snapchat's going to get old for them. So where are they going to go? Twitter yeah. and Instagram. That's yeah. eventually going to get old for them. They're going to live in Facebook. Fact. So if your brand follows that line, mm-hmm. that's success. Yeah. Yeah. But like you've been saying this whole time, it takes work. Yeah, it's work. It's work. You do how you gotta sell, how what you gotta make, but in that night, you gotta be on there putting your brand out. Yeah. Or you pay somebody like me to do it for you. Right. But I wanna teach people how to do it themselves. Right. It's an age of it's an age of information because I've seen a lot of people that look like us. Mm-hmm. that think they know mm-hmm. and they really don't Jay. <laughs> right. they really don't right 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 they think i can do i can i can make this happen i can i know social media yeah oh, it's always changing it's always changing always. but i don't expect you to know but i'm expecting you if you want to carry yourself like that understand mm-hmm. how you need to move through the lanes mm-hmm. but man people that look exactly like us jay have a for me from my experience have a tough personal time taking advice 
from people that look like us. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's a different discussion. Yeah, but that's I part want, two. Right, that's, that's part, part two of this. Yeah, that's um, part two. But Jay, look, I know you a busy man. So real quick, what advice would you tell somebody coming into this game? Like, what would be like five pointers that you can give? First one probably know the industry, whatever industry it is. Study it, right? Study it. I mean, spend at least six to 12 months just reading everything you can about it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then if you can, the second one would probably be apprenticeship or work with somebody or shadow somebody or follow somebody who's making moves that influence you. Mm. So that's putting, but that's putting in some people's ego and pride, right? Well, I mean, everybody start from the bottom. I, right? You can't. Yeah, like Jay said, you got to sweep before you can own the building. You got to right. pick the broom up and sweep it, clean it up. Then eventually you might end up owning this building. Right. But you got to know where all the doors at, where to put the broom at. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a big fact. <laughs> you got to know that. That's a fact. You know that? And then three will probably be get the bread, get that money together, knowing what it takes from one end to, knowing what it takes financially to know that, okay, I need X amount of dollars. They've used money this way. Right. They probably visit the bank two or three times. Right. You know, whether right. they're using a line of credit, right. whether they're using a credit card, or they got siblings or somebody who can put up the dough to help them get going, launch the brand. Right. Then four will probably be the same amount of money you put into the product. You got to have marketing dollars to equate that. Back in the day, you probably said, well, I only need you know, like maybe five thousand or ten right. to market for the year wrong you need just as much that you put into the product as far as marketing because yeah. you got to get the product moving fast i mean the product got to take off moving quick you know yeah i mean yeah i, I, I agree move. with you yeah you can't just put a little bit of marketing and think it's going to sustain you but you should take you should, i believe that you should take the money that you make in the business and pour it back into, into it. marketing yeah fact. or just into the business in general yeah. marketing products yeah. not just make the money and then go buy yourself a tv or a fancy nah, car right that ain't, that ain't the, that that's ain't, not the move that ain't the move that, that ain't definitely not the move. that's how people get shot in their foot toe off and get the whole toe knocked off right they, they they're too busy they're too busy yeah, with the clips and glamour you, time can't to shine. Shine. Yeah, you can't do that and five is definitely execute 100 percent execution Executed. is key right you know and and i don't mean no eight hours how many hours tell the people 12 minimum tell the truth 12 minimum that's it 12 sleep deprivation i mean yeah this, you got to put in you have to put in the work you have to put in the work you're not sleeping you're not sleeping that much at all even 30 years in the game you here yeah i'm here and you're putting in the work yeah it's the weekend right yeah i could be doing nothing right but, I but your vision is bigger than yeah, your I got, right. I got deadlines. You to got make. deadlines, yeah. but your vision is oh, your vision is clear. Right, clear. And Ooh. you always want to give, you always want to give your client the best product that you can give. Yeah, them. definitely. But definitely. that's by what putting in the work. Putting in the work. So what's next for Jack Shop? Um, mapping on the next five. All right. And we're planning. That's a bet. Trying to put it together right now. So every day we're trying to mask out where we're going to go, how we're going to get there, and setting some new goals. Okay. You know. Tell the people where they can find you. Um, on Facebook, probably J Sharp LLC, and Instagram J Sharp underscore LLC. Okay, and that's yeah. that. And then yeah. you'll see in the next five years, J Sharp is on all of the social media platforms, <laughs> following the 
following the yeah, guy, the, yeah. the roadmap to make sure that he continues another 30 years of success. But I, I have no doubt about it that we will be hearing from you in the next five, 10, 20, you'll still be around mm-hmm. doing your thing and, yeah. and your, and your jewelry and your work will be, um, that legacy, you know, mm-hmm. besides your, besides your beautiful family, you know, people will remember you by, you know, by your, yeah. by your work and, and how you always put the customers first. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you again for joining another episode. Y'all know the vibes. Uh, follow my man on all of his on Instagram and Facebook. You guys follow me. If you like the interview again, please hit that like button, uh, share it, put a comment. Again, appreciate y'all for for tuning in with me. Uh, that was another episode of Close the Gap. Peace.